My name is Jeremy Devins and welcome to the Quiet Mind Yoga Podcast. I've been teaching yoga since 2011 and I've created this podcast so you can practice anytime, anywhere, hour-long classes, hatha, vinyasa, yin, and gentle yoga. To sustain this podcast, click the link in the show notes to become a supporter for as low as 99 cents a month or up to $9.99 a month. This helps me put out new shows every week so you can continue your practice. And if you want to keep in touch with me, visit quietmind.yoga where you can join the email list and hear about all the new classes and upcoming events. Thanks for listening. So many of you heard of the Yoga Sutras? Uh, if you're interested in like the history of yoga, the philosophy of yoga, you could go back to that sort of the main uh, sort of Bible of yoga. is written about 2,000 years ago. It's pretty short, and it just has a bunch of little statements about the practice of yoga. Most of it's about the mind and understanding your mind and how to work with it. And there's a little bit about the asana, the postures, but there's a whole, a whole lot of really rich stuff in there. It's a great... Uh, resource. There's a really good book I'm reading right now called The Secret of the Yoga Sutras, which really just goes into a lot of depth. Um, and the title is kind of lame, I think. But, <laughs> but it's really this guy from India who's studied it his whole life, very in-depth, and uh, looked at tons of different translations and just sort of um, gave his own interpretation of things. Because the actual Yoga Sutras book is very short. It's just 196 little aphorisms. And they're all like three to seven words, basically. Very short. Uh, but open. it's like meant to be um, interpreted and meditated on and, and kind of discovered through practice. One of the main ideas in there in the beginning, it says that yoga is the cessation of the fluctuations of the mind. So basically when your mind is clear and still and not worried, afraid, you know, doubtful, all these things. I mean, all that is still, then what's left is this sort of pure, clear consciousness and awareness. And that's really who we are. And we forget that sometimes. And that's the whole teaching of yoga, really, is that we're not our thoughts. We're not our name, our identity, our body. Um, we're the sort of witnessing consciousness of all of that experience, of all that phenomena. So. It's pretty helpful to think of it that way. And as we go through the practice today, just having this sort of curiosity about your body, just trying different postures, always being open to modifying, adjusting things, and listening to what feels right for your body. And then noticing your mind, how it might have these tendencies. They, they say there's these basically five different states of the mind that you can have. And what we want to cultivate in yoga is uh, total control of the mind, basically, where it's not like easily distracted of like, what's over there? Or like, I need to worry about this now. I need to do that thing. Uh, it's not stupefied is one of the words translated to English. It's like you're sort of like maybe confused or unsure of yourself or doubtful. And uh, then disturbed is the other. So it's distracted, stupefied, and disturbed are like the sort of default states of the mind if we don't like do a practice to like control it or to rein it in. Um, all right, so it could be like basically fear, worry, doubt, anxiety, uh, overwhelm, these sort of things. But the one that we really have control over that we can really do is being single-pointed. So that's the fourth state of the mind you could have. The last one being the total control of the mind, which is just like way too large of a task to even think about. <laughs> to actually have total control of your mind is like, 
seems impossible almost. And if you've ever sat and meditated, you've probably experienced that. Uh, but what you can do, what is within our control, and the only positive state of the mind, according to the Yoga Sutras, that we can control is having a, a single pointed mind. It's like we're focused. So we do that by noticing the breath. We do that by getting into postures and holding the posture and bringing all of our attention, our senses, our awareness into just one thing, which is, again, almost crazy to think about at this point in, in culture where we have so much going on all the time. Uh, but to get one pointed in your mind is one of the best things you can do for your mental health. To get to the state of yoga where you're witnessing awareness of what you're experiencing and not get stuck up in it. So we'll start our practice and uh, bring the hands together at the heart, bowing the mind to the heart. So we'll start with a restorative yoga pose. So we'll have the, our bolster towards the back of the mat and then our blocks to the sides of the mat. Soles of the feet together, and then the knees resting on the blocks. Could be at the lowest, middle, or highest height, depending on hip tension. And then your blanket could be like a pillow under the head, or it could be like a weight on the hips. These bolsters are a little thick, so if you feel like you're, you're kind of like a duck now when you lay back, you might want to have the blanket under your head. And then the arms could just be relaxing beside you or out into a T beside you. Whatever feels natural, comfortable, like you could stay for a while. In some ways, I think of the mind like the weather, like it's, it's not really in my control. It's going to generate thoughts. It's going to keep thinking pretty much no matter what I do. But I can choose to keep directing my mind. I can choose what I give attention to. changing the breath at all, but just noticing that little pause between each inhale and exhale.
Start to move from here and just come down to your back. So just move the props to the side and have your spine be neutral on the floor again, relaxing the arms. From here, bring the knees in towards the body. Hug the knees in with the hands and rock side to side, massaging the back. And then let your feet down to the floor. So feet are hips width apart. Feet are close enough into your body that your fingertips could touch your heels. And start to peel the spine off the floor. As you inhale, lift the spine up. As you exhale, lower the spine back down, one vertebrae at a time, just feeling this wave of motion up the spine, which could start really small and progressively get bigger if you want. And the next time the hips come down, stay there. Bring the knees in towards the body. Hold outside the knees, the shins, or the feet for happy baby pose. And you could stay still. You could rock side to side. You could extend one leg at a time if you want. the soles of your feet together all the way down to the mat so knees are apart feet are together so no props this time just resting here and if you want a little bit more you can have the arms come overhead Creates a little bit of a back bend. The low back arches off the floor. together, feet to the floor, cross the right ankle over the left thigh and with your hands hold behind the left thigh or the left shin, supine pigeon, shoulders relax. You can move the ankles and toes around if you want or just stay still here.
slowly switch sides, same thing, other side. Release the legs, feet down to the floor. Now cross your right knee over the left knee like you're crossing your legs like sitting in a chair. And bring the knees in towards the body. And you might just hold your hands on the knee or hold the shins. So your left hand grabs your right shin. Your right hand grabs your left shin. So if you're familiar with Go Mukhasana pose, it's like that, but on the ground. And it's emphasizing the outer hip stretch on the right leg. And so we did two inner hip stretches, now two outer hip stretches. We're just kind of going to work around the legs here and really work through the whole body throughout this practice, bringing awareness to all these different parts. Cross the legs, left leg over right. Either just hug the knees in with the hands or grab the shins. start to release the legs, hug both knees in towards the body, rocking side to side on the back. And feet to the floor, setting up like bridge pose. Now take your right foot into that space between your left foot and your tail. So right knee goes towards the ground. Yeah, so you feel a stretch on the front of the right thigh and the quad and the hip flexors. So now your left hand can hold on to that foot, the right foot. And to add a little more, you could contract the right glute muscle. It helps to stretch the hip flexors.
And last option is you could hug the left knee into the body with the right hand. If any of this hurts your right knee, do a little less and make sure the stretch stays in the muscles and the hip flexors and the quads and not in the joints and the knee. So in these poses, there's usually a bigger sensation that's easier to notice. Maybe it's in the muscles here. You can really feel a stretch happening. And if that's easier to focus on, focus on that to keep the mind one-pointed or maybe just noticing the whole body. There's always other things happening through the rest of the body in a posture. So maybe just bringing all of your awareness into the whole body. Imagining that each pore on your skin is open, bringing oxygen in. slowly release down other side same thing left ankle to the floor left knee towards the ground and your right hand could catch that foot all right settle there so there's no pain in the knee feel stable feel good and if you want to on this side you could hug the right knee in with the left hand hold and breathe here. Maybe it's easier to focus on the sensation in the front of the leg. Maybe imagining that you're breathing through the whole body like one big organism, not just your lungs, not just the sensation of the stretch. from here and grab one of your blocks so you just have the block within arm's reach and then we'll set up like bridge pose so again we'll do two stretches for the front of the hips here we'll do, we'll do one more 
So this time you'll have your block come underneath the tail like a supported bridge pose. And then knees bend in towards the body. Keep your right knee in and extend your left leg down to the floor, letting the leg relax to stretch the left hip flexors. Holding that position, we'll bring the hands behind the right thigh to extend the right leg towards the ceiling. So getting into the hamstrings of the right leg. All right, so now there's two significant sensations in the body. And might be a little easier here in this position to think of the whole body as one organism breathing into all of the body at once. right leg down, just noticing left and right for a moment, hug the left knee in, just hugging the knee in first, letting the right hip flexors relax, the belly softens, the jaw, the shoulders relax. And then hands behind the left thigh, extending the leg towards the ceiling. Whole body breathing. Bend the left knee, both legs straight out to the floor. Just noticing left and right. Bend the knees, feet to the floor, and remove the block from underneath. 
Just feeling the low back on the floor again, neutral spine. Just noticing how that feels on the back. And then knees into the body to rock side to side, massaging the back. Come over to one side and up to sitting. So we've kind of gone around the whole circumference of the leg. Now one more stretch on the back of the leg, the hamstrings. So have your left leg forward, right foot to the thigh. Janashirsasana. So we'll feel the sit bones on the floor, find extension of the spine. And then start to fold forward any amount over the left leg. If you want, you could have your bolster here to rest on. As you hold here, maybe you fold in a little more, not pushing it, not forceful, but just allowing if the body wants to go further, it can. And we'll start to sit back up and switch. Same thing, other side. Find a length in the spine before you fold at the waist, and then ease your way down. start to sit back up and then here we'll bend the knees feet on the floor lay on your hands and then let your uh, knees fall to the right like windshield wipers to so bring your left knee inside of the right foot to the arch of the foot so we're going to go into the QL muscle on the low back on the left side 
So you just start to walk your hands away from the legs to your right and start to fold towards the ground. So elbows bend. And here you could use your bolster again if you want and rest on that. Now, depending on your body or wherever tension might be, it might feel a little different for everyone, but the intention of having the spine in rotation and maybe opening up some tension off the low back here. We'll start to come back up. And we'll go to the other side, same thing. So now your knees fall to your left, right knee inside of the arch of the foot. And then turn towards the back of your mat, coming down to hands or elbows. This side might feel very different, so adjust as you need to. Come back up. And we'll come over to hands and knees and have your blanket under the knees. And then from there, just making any movements that feel good for you, forward, back, side to side. Listening to your body moving any way that feels natural, nourishing for your body.
And we'll make our way to hands and knees, hands under shoulders, knees under hips. Just moving the spine through extension or cow pose, lowering the belly, lifting the tail and chin. And then to spinal flexion or cat pose, rounding the back, pelvis and chin in towards the center. Let's continue that motion a few times. And speed is an important, range of motion is an important, just feeling what wants attention in your back. Maybe you pause on a spot, or maybe you just keep moving around here. You can add little diagonal movements to this if you want. You can pause in places. Just listen to your body. There's no right or wrong way. And then we'll come to hands and knees and extend the arms forward. Straight arms, hips stay over the knees, lower the chest and forehead towards the ground. Maybe the forehead touches the ground and rest here. Creating space between the ribs, left and right sides of the body. From here, thread your left arm underneath into a twist, left shoulder, left side of head towards the ground. Your right arm could stay extended like it just was, or you could bring the hand in close to the head, press into the hand. Or if you feel really stable, you could even wrap your right arm around the back, just kind of listening to what feels most nourishing for you right now. Creating some opening in the lats and the back muscles, the middle back. twist from here and to the other side same thing
to center, hands and knees, and then tuck your toes sitting back onto the heels and coming up into a kneeling position. Arms overhead and interlace the fingers, press the heels of the hands towards the ceiling. If this is too much on the feet, you can be a little more up off the feet. But otherwise, sitting there, lengthening through the sides of the body and contracting in the upper shoulders. So usually we don't want that, but for this, creating a little shrug and lift in the shoulders. And then let that release, let the shoulders away from the ears. Come to the tops of the feet, untucking the toes, and sit back onto the heels. And here you'll start to lean back on the hands, maybe lifting one knee, maybe both knees, stretching the tops of the feet. And then you can bring hands together at the heart and shoulder blades down the back, away from the ears here. back down and then come to seated so you can sit on the edge of your blanket if you want or just on the mat we'll have the legs straight out starting with the knees bent and we're going to use the legs to get into the upper back which can be tricky to get there sometimes so we'll find an extension of the spine and then your right hand grabs the pinky side of your left and then opposite with the other hand. So it's like an X shape with the arms grabbing outside the feet. And this helps us get into the upper back. So once you've got that hold on the feet, round the back like cat pose and tuck the chin in towards the chest. So the back's really just doing like a child's pose or cat's pose. So open that space between the shoulder blades. Let your neck relax. Release the hands here. Come back up to sitting, legs straight out, and then hands behind you to lean on the hands, and the fingers can be pointed in any direction that feels right for you, to the sides or towards you or back. And then you'll lean onto the hands and lift the heart, sort of like a cow pose like we did on hands and knees. Open the space between the belly button and the chin, and the head can just be in line with the spine here. If you feel more open, you can let it go a little further back, but don't push it here and create an opening now in the front of the chest and shoulders. So there's a little contraction in the upper back where we just stretched. And then back up to sitting. And then sitting cross-legged, so have one of your blocks to your left side, 
and we'll go into a deeper side bend here. So you'll walk your left hand to the left, right arm overhead, and you might just stay there, kind of leaning onto the hand like a kickstand. As you stay for a while, maybe your side opens up and you could bring your elbow down to your block. The neck can just relax towards the ground. You could look up, make this more active if you want, but otherwise neck just relaxing here. As we stay and breathe, you may even open up a little more and move your elbow down to the mat without the block. Just make sure the hips don't come too far off the ground to do that. So you feel there's a, a stable base. Breathe into your right ribs, create more space there with the breath. And then slowly float the top arm down and back up to sitting and bring your block to the other side, same thing. So again, walk the hand out, arm overhead. You might just stay there if that feels good. After a breath or two, maybe going down to the block, elbow on the block. Neck can just be looking down, forward or up, jaw relaxed. And now after a few more breaths, maybe it's opened and you could go down to the elbow on the floor. Breathe into the left ribs, creating more space there. And we'll come back up to sitting. Lift the shoulders up towards the ears, shrugging the shoulders, contracting, and then relaxing the shoulders. Turn to your left into a twist, hand on the knee, other hand behind you, creating a lift in the heart and then a rotation in the ribs. The neck can be wherever is comfortable. You might move it around here and explore. You might just stay still. You could open the jaw like you're yawning. And we'll come back to center. And same thing, other side, rotating. You can move the right ear towards right shoulder, nose towards ground. Any movement to the neck that feels good here. center. Sort of like the cow pose, lifting the heart, lengthening the spine, spinal extension, and then like cat pose, rounding the back, spinal flexion. Just moving this way a couple times, and if there's interesting spots, you might stay there a little longer. Moving the spine maybe a little more freely, 
a little more fluidly than you could when you started the practice today. And we'll come back to you sitting tall. And just move the neck. So we'll keep everything below the neck neutral now. We've moved all the rest of the spine. Just moving the chin towards the chest and the chin towards the ceiling. Jaw relaxed. And then moving the, the neck through rotations, turning left to right. Into the center and then lateral flexion, ear towards shoulder. to the center, drawing a circle with the nose in one direction, and then the other direction, and back to just sitting. So the hands can be down on the knees or up on the knees, shoulders relaxed, and we'll have the next minute in seated meditation. Noticing the little pause between each breath like we did in the beginning. Having a posture that's relaxed and alert, so not too stiff, not too soft. One-pointed mind. shift our focus into our final resting pose. So you can just go to Shavasana if you want, or you could use this uh, leg-supported Shavasana. So you have the blocks, hips width apart at the highest height, bolster on top, and then legs right over that. And then from there, you could use your blanket as a weight on the hips if you want, or to cover up. So take your time setting up so you feel like you could stay there for a long time. of your body become heavy, 
front of the body light.
to make movements of the fingers and toes, hands and feet, wrists and ankles. Eventually transitioning over to one side. And then back up to sitting. And we'll close our practice like we started with the hands together at the heart. Bowing the mind to the heart and to each other. Thank you for practicing today. Namaste.